Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh or the Bible, the Hebrew Bible. Got a good program for you today. So just sit back and uh, relax. I'm going to open with a word of prayer. you that you open the eyes of the brothers and sisters up who are here to attend the service. I pray that you give them the ability to understand the Bible, the Tanakh, as it was written, and not reinterpret it, but to understand the interpretation of it and to take it upon themselves to do so, so that it causes a, a better way of life for them. I pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen. Then it goes to say, the people of the Bible church sit in shock silence. Hold on. I got to get my glasses. about to wait, folks. I had to get my glasses. The people of the Bible church sit in shock silence as the guest preacher delivers his thundering message of moral decay and imminent judgment. Point by point, he describes how our nation has turned its back on God. One example would be by them uh, saying that the parents couldn't whoop their children anymore or child abuse. And this is a law of God that says that you are to discipline and not spare the rod on the child. He cites court decisions, humanistic trends, disturbing statistics, and alarming examples of Christians who are being persecuted for their faith. And this is what they're doing today. Afterwards, Nate, Sam, and Yisha are discussing the service over a large pepperoni pizza. Do you think that the preacher was right, Nate asked? Aisha shrugs, yeah, maybe. So you think this nation is going to be judged by God, Sam asks. Probably so, Aisha replies, but can't we do anything? Nate queries, Aisha shrugs again. I guess if there was a nationwide rival or something like that, maybe God would hold back. So from this, we see that there is a judgment, and we want to be preaching the word of God. On Judgment Day, we don't want to be caught in the rear. That's like the bridegroom, uh, the people uh, didn't bring oil for their lanterns and and went to sleep, and the bridegroom finally came, and they asked him for oil for their lanterns, but they didn't get it. He told them to go home and, and get their oil. So this example here points to the fact that we need not linger with the Word of God, but we need to do it as quickly as possible because we don't know what what day Armageddon will happen. So we want to change our lives and help change the lives of many others. And by doing that, we, uh, we're we able to do so by speaking the word of God, the Tanakh to him as it's interpreted. Arisha shrugs again. I guess if there was a nationwide rival or something like that, maybe God would hold back. Will God hold back on Armageddon Day? The answer is no. He will only hold he will only hold 
back so that the word is preached. But after that, when everyone has a chance to hear the word, to understand its interpretation for those who's allowed it, then God will strike in behalf of his people when they come after his people. Aisha says, I don't know. Who knows what might happen if all the Christians in, in just our town will really get right with God? So she's saying here, they need to get right with God because God is not going to hold back for long. God is going to destroy the wicked. And this is a promise made by him, and he's always kept his promise. We are living in the last days, the days which we are to watch for, because it said, in those days, strange things would be taking place, and you'll know the signs of times of trouble. So we see that today with the wars, the terrorists blowing up persons, people going on shooting rampages today. And we see this, but we don't want to participate in what, with, with that crowd and what they're doing. We want to stay as far away from them as possible. Because remember, the scripture says, bad association spoils youthful habits. So now I begin my Bible reading. We're at Numbers chapter 32. The descendants of Reuben and the descendants of Gad had vast quantities of livestock. When they shot at the land of Yazer and the land of Gilad were good for livestock, the descendants of Gad and Reuben came and spoke to Moshe, Lasher, the Kohen, and the community leaders. They said, Adarach, Adana conquered before, hold on, Adarach, Divan, Yasser, Nimrod, Heshbon, El-Yelah, Shavam, Novah, Beyond, the country that Adana conquered before the community of Israel. There's livestock country, and your servants have livestock. If you regard us favorably, then went on, they went on. Let this land be given to your servants as their possession, and don't have us cross the Jordan. Moses answered the descendants of Gad and of Reuben, Are you brothers to go to war while you stay here? Besides, why are you trying to discourage the people of Israel from crossing into the land that good gave them. This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadash Barnea to the land. For when they went up against Eshkol Valley and saw the land, they disheartened the people of Israel so that they would enter the land of good having given them. Good's anger blazed up on that day and he swore none of the people aged 20 or more who came out of Egypt will see the land I swore to Abraham, yes, check and yoke, because they haven't followed me unreservedly. That's, that means without question, except Kalah, the son of Euphanah, and Kanizhi, and Yeshua, the son of Nun, because they have followed goods, un, because they have followed good unreservedly. Thus, thus good anger blazed against Israel so that he made them wander here and there in the desert for 40 years until all the generation that had done evil in the sight of good had died out. Now you and another blood of sinners have arisen in your father's place to increase still more the fierce anger of good towards Israel. For if you turn away from him, he will leave, and thus you will cause the destruction of all these people. But they came upon to him and said, 
Here we will build enclosures for our livestock and cities for our little ones. But we ourselves will be armed and ready to, for action to march at the head of the people of Israel until we have brought them to their place. Our little ones will stay in the fortified cities here because of the people now leaving the living in the land. However, we will not return to our own homes until every man in Israel has taken possession of his land for inheritance. We will not have an inheritance with them on the other side of the yard and westward, because our inheritance has fallen to us on this side of the yard and eastward. Moshe said to them, if you will do this, if you will arm yourselves to go before good to the war, and if every one of your soldiers will cross the yard and before good until he has driven out his enemies ahead of him, and if the land has been conquered before good and only after that do you return, then you will be clear before good and before Israel, and this land here will be yours to possess. But if you will not do this, then you have sinned against good, and you must understand that your sin will find you out. Build cities for your little ones and closure for your sheep. Then do what you said you would do. The descendants of Gad and the descendants of Reuben said to Moshe, Your servant will do as my Lord orders. Our little ones' wives, flocks, and all our livestock will be there in the cities of Galad. But your servants will cross over every man armed for war before good to do battle, as my Lord says. So Moshe gave orders concerning them to Elijah the Kohan, Yeshua the son of Nun, and the clan leaders of the tribes of the people of Israel. Moshe said to them, If the descendants of Gad, Ru, and Reuben cross over the yard with you, every man armed for battle before good, and if the land is conquered before you, then you are to give them the land of Gilead as theirs to possess. But if they do not cross with you armed, they are to possess land along with you in kingdom. The descendants of Gad and of Reuben answered, We will do as good has said to your servants. We will cross over into the land of Canaan, armed before good, and the land we will possess for inheritance will be on this side of the yard. So Moshe gave the descendants of Gad and Reuben, and also half-tribe Manash, the son of Yosha, the kingdom of Shikon, king of the Amorite, and the kingdom of Al, king of Bashan, the country and its cities within its borders, along with their surrounding towns. The descendants of Gad built Divan, Adarat, Aurora, Atrashofan, Yazer, Yagbiha, Biat Nimra, and Biat Haran, fortified cities and also enclosures for sheep. The descendants of Reuben built Heshbon, Elilah, Kuryatayim, Novo, Balmon. These names have been changed, and Sivmar, they renamed the city they built. The descendants of Makar, the son of Manash, went to Galad and conquered it, disposing the Amorites who were there. Moshe gave Galad to Manash, to Makar, the son of Manash, and he lived in it. The son of Manash went and captured his villages and called them Havat Yara, village of Yara. Navat went and captured Kanat with its villages and named it Navat after himself.
So we see here the children of Israel conquering the land as good as ordered through Moshe, through Moshe to conquer the land for the people and to divide it up amongst them. All right, now we're in the vocabulary lesson. I'm going to just go over a few words. Our first word means where, and there's a left and none. Hold on. That's, excuse me, our left and then Zayn. Our next word. Alash for him, it means the one who followed. Aleph Yud. Our next word means is husband too. It's Aleph Yud, Zayn, Bet, and Lamb. Our next word, be hostile to, is Aleph Yud, Bet. Our next word, enmity, Aleph Yud, Bet, Hey. Our next word means terrible or dreadful, terrible of Chaldeans, awe-inspiring, dignified woman. So it has many meanings. It's Aleph, Yud, and Mem. Our next word means terror or dread, Aleph, Yud, Mem, He. Our next word means terrors. It's Aleph, Yud, Mem, Yud. Mem. Our next word, whence, is Aleph Yad Zayn. Our next word, prop, nothing, not, Aleph Yad Zayn. That completes my vocabulary lessons today. I hope you enjoyed the ministries, and I'm going to. And now I'm going to close with a word of prayer. And you can go online and look up the Hebrew alphabet and get it. Uh, and get it. Or you can give me a call at 312. Matter of fact, just shoot me an email and I'll uh, get the alphabet out to you if you leave your name and address. It's parts, P-A-R-T-S, automotive at hotmail.com. That again is parts. P-A-R-T-S, automotive, at hotmail, at, at sign, hotmail.com. All right, that is for my ministries, and I'm going to close in prayer. Good, I pray that the brothers and sisters are able to take this knowledge and benefit from it greatly, because this knowledge is worth more than gold and silver itself and all the riches of the land. I pray that you open their minds to knowing the world and understanding what's going on in the world and be able to use the Bible as a defense against some against all of these worldly problems that we're having. I pray for sustenance for the brothers, the worshipers who worship you good, and I pray that you open their hearts to kindness and purity. I pray this in the name of your son, Yeshua. Amen.